All right. Juice, if you could have an unlimited supply of one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Money. Like, and I just, <laughs> it seems like, let me That's just have all the money. That's the obvious answer. <laughs> answer than I thought. I didn't even think about money. I'm an right, idiot. An unlimited supply of money is an unlimited supply of basically everything. I said morphine. Dave, what Use about you? Use the money. Money. Use I the money know. to okay, buy morphine. Right. I forgot. I forgot about money. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Oh, money's even alphabetically first. I don't know. I don't even know why I thought morphine. (laughs) There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Yellow. Casey. Exterminate. And Juice. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Juice, what's this month's theme? This month is Reanimator Month. We're going back to all of those awesome TV shows we loved as a kid and watching the remakes that somebody decided to do. Usually for the worst, but we're going we're gonna to see how that works out. Last week, I took us to the stars with Star Trek Discovery, the newer version of like the reboot that is a prequel to the original... Whatever, it was good. Dave, however, took us to the stars again this week. Dave, where are we traveling? Oh, yes, I did. Cree Towery. This week, we <laughs> watched Stargate Origins, MGM's attempt at getting say? people interested in the Stargate universe again. Was it the Cree Towery? Is that why yeah. you're making that face at me, yeah, Jay? What? what? <laughs> Save it for the questions at the end. All right. This series demands an escalator pitch where you have five seconds to sell us on Stargate Origins. Dave, I'm proud of you for going back to college, but it's 1940, and you made a poor decision to be the lab assistant for your professor of Egyptology. Because, see, when he got captured by the Nazis, you did too. And they want to use you both to test the Stargate. In the five seconds before you are deposited forever on another planet, sell us on this movie. Oh, that's why he called him daddy. MGM flails around with a forgotten IP, and the only thing left to try is adding Nazis. Five seconds. Yeah, that was right on the money, Dave. Good job. I mean, when in doubt. All right, so Casey, I am zooming through this wormhole to another planet somewhere else in the galaxy. Uh, I thought I was going after my professor, but it turns out you actually have a passion for Egyptology. Uh, Because it's 1940, of course, you're not allowed to study it. So you've been doing this elaborate con where you wear a fake mustache and you've somehow gotten a job in Egypt as a professor of Egyptology. I just stopped shaving. The mustache isn't fake. Yeah, tits are still out. Surprised no one's really caught on yet. But hey, if it's working for you. I'm a plump boy. So you're just ahead of me in this wormhole. In the five seconds before you come stumbling out the other side of it, sell us on this movie. What if Indiana Jones was a body gal who liked space travel? Four Four seconds. Four seconds. Good one. Coming in a little bit shorter than Dave, but I feel like Dave, Dave, you... You really, you hit the hammer with the nail. Yeah, I I tried to be a little more honest about it, but I'm just going to be up front. That sounds a little too communist for me. I I don't even use hammers. They're (laughs) un-American. I think Dave should just walk us through this show and really give us all the juicy bits. I'll do my best. So we're going to start with a quick recap for those of you who don't know Stargate. Uh, Mm, First of all, you're bad people. 
Second of all, Stargate started with a movie in 1994, eventually went on to spawn three television series, a cartoon, and now the Stargate Origin series. Probably also some other stuff. Yeah, there was a cartoon. It only got one season. It's the only video of that thing in the universe I haven't watched. I don't think anyone else did either, actually. I'm going to watch watch it before you and call you a fucking noob. (laughs) I'm sorry, are you even a fan? Because I've watched the cartoon series, asshole. Uh. In the Stargate universe, archaeologists discovered an alien ring in Egypt that allows them to travel to other planets and fight against the creatures that made the Stargates and enslaved humanity. Stargate Origins is a web series with 10 minute long episodes, so we watched three of them to get a decent chunk of content to watch here. Origins takes us back to the 1940s when the Stargate was found. To continue our trend of jumping into the middle, we started on episode two, which opens <laughs> immediately on some Nazis jump-starting the Stargate with a Jeep. I believe, Dave, that was your criteria for choosing the episode. Yes, there was a Nazi in the thumbnail. That's all I needed. I chose right off that. They've got an American scientist and his daughter hostage, and they use the science daddy as their test dummy to make sure that the Stargate's safe to go through. The Nazis go through and the daughter, named Catherine Langford, knocks out the one guard left behind and runs away to her British soldier boyfriend. On to episode three. We're on the other side of the Stargate now with the scientists and Nazis emerging and investigating an ancient Egyptian temple where they find a very cranky Egyptian lady with an echoey voice and a magic hand device that she uses to kill one of the Nazis. She has a newborn. I'd be crazy. I'd be cranky as fuck, too. She did have a baby in her hands, so presumably that thing had been crying like all day long. (laughs) The Stargate keeps going off. People keep like showing up with casseroles and Nazis like go the fuck away. I'm just trying to put my kid down after lunch. Catherine and her British bros take out the Nazi guard left behind at the Stargate who's wearing Catherine's underwear. That's a joke. I mean, it's a joke in the show. Yeah. It's not a joke I'm making about it. Okay. It didn't land super well. Catherine, her British boyfriend, and his Egyptian soldier bro now head through after them. Now, into episode four. Catherine and her gang discover that they're on an alien planet with three moons. While Catherine and her boy toy argue, Wasif, that's the Egyptian soldier bro. Love you, Wasif. Gets knocked out by an angry growling Egyptian with a laser staff. The staff guard fights against the gang until Catherine tricks her into stepping inside a teleporter ring and sends her wherever this teleporter goes. We don't know yet. They meet a native and kidnap him just as the teleporter activates and the laser staff lady backs through. And that's the end of episode four and where we left off. It's only about a half hour worth of content total. Will Catherine escape back to Earth? Who knows? I do. She definitely does. Quick disclaimer in case some Stargate nerd is going to come at me for all the things I just said that don't match up with the lore. I know. I'm one of you. But not everybody cares the gold didn't make the Stargates and the magic hand device is actually called a Karakesh. Calm down, you fucking nerds. Just have fun with the campiness. Wow, Dave. Why don't you tell me how you really feel? Wow. Jesus. (laughs) He does not. That's not what shitty cinema is about. And we apologize for Dave and we're going to put him in free speech jail. I did not watch 17 seasons of Stargate shit just to have somebody tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. What, Dave? You watched how many seasons? Uh, There's 17 seasons total in the three television series that it spawned. To be honest, I don't remember if I ever actually finished Stargate Universe, but that one only had two seasons total. So, like, I got close enough to done. How long's an episode? Uh, Each episode is 45 minutes long. This is back in the days when TV shows had commercials you had to watch and we didn't all just stream everything on Netflix. So hour long production, 44 minutes of content. Off the bat, I will say Stargate Origins tried to hook us with Nazis. There's nothing better Americans like than seeing Nazis fuck shit up. Yeah, no, Dave, you really got it right on the fucking elevator pitch. The last thing they could do was just add in Nazis because that's interesting. I mean, the great thing about adding Nazis to 
any fictional universes. You can do fucking anything to them and nobody feels bad. They're the we best physical comedians. Yeah. yeah, we see a Nazi get blasted in the balls in this and it is funny as shit. Uh-huh. Also, she did not abide by shitty cinema law, though. She only kicked him in the balls once. Ladies, That's true. come on. Never stop kicking the balls. Never stop kicking the balls. If we have to have a favorite, can we all agree our favorite Nazis, Wilhelm? Why do we have Wilhelm, to have a He was the, the lead guy in the Nazis on this. I'm not going to yeah. say I have a favorite Nazi, okay? I'm not putting that on record <laughs> he loves anywhere. Them, he just, he, you know what? He loves them so much he can't pick a favorite. It's like a child. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Now, okay, in Stargate Origins, if I got to pick a favorite, I'm going with the guy in the adorable little Nazi shorts. <gasps> I don't, <laughs> I don't think he had a single line, but it cracked me cute. up. Yeah, they were. They He looked like he was wearing like clothes made for Paddington Bear. It was, it was just <laughs> darn adorable. That's what it was. Maybe shorts guy didn't have any lines because, you know, like nobody could do a German accent in this show. No, not at all. all. I was getting some real strong and glorious bastards vibes off him. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't one of them like get scared and drop their German accent for just a second to say, oh, my God. I I didn't know that anybody was holding a German accent. It was yeah, none uh, of them pulled it off, which was kind of odd because otherwise this had some pretty solid production value for fucking 10 minute episodes in a web series it really looks like they invested in the sets and didn't overreach on their sets they they certainly tried but they just couldn't be bothered to hire anyone that can do a german accent no yeah no no okay i don't know if this is a good question to ask you or not dave we have the nazis in this but are egyptians really egyptians if they're on another planet is that planet named egypt How are they space Egyptians? They're just different people that have similar vibes to the Egyptians. Uh, Okay, have we gotten to the Dave Answers questions about the Stargate universe section then? Are we going to go on to that? Because I know you guys had a lot of questions brought up by this weird shit. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to talk about the Egyptians, you can. Okay. Keep it limited. Why are the Egyptians Egyptians when they're on another planet? It's actually because uh, humanity has been sort of pollinated throughout the universe by this race called the Gua'uld. Uh, and they use humans as sort of like little taxi cabs that they park their snake bodies inside of and drive you around. Uh, and humans are the only people they can do this with. Well, yeah. Well, hold, hold, hey. No, no. Okay. Hold on. Roll over it. Roll over it. Jay, right. we no. got to stay focused. We'll, we'll get to your question. So the Goa'uld uses humans as slaves and as little taxi cabs. Uh, so they have u- taken them all over the universe and set up little colonies for them. I actually that don't recall so offhand if Earth is where they originally started from. Um, I can't what? remember if they brought us here or if they start picked us up here. Don't but, step on snack. So how are they still Egyptians if they're not? They kidnapped ancient Egyptians and put them on another yes. planet. They they kidnapped ancient Egyptians. They took them throughout the universe. Uh, so for the first couple of seasons of SG One, basically every colony that they encountered was Egyptians. Uh, eventually, that got kind of boring, and we started meeting other alien races based off of like Vikings and all kinds of other shit. Wait a minute, does the writer of this show have something against Egyptians? Not at all. It's just, it's a different aesthetic. You know, we've had somebody fucking- They couldn't fucking, afford different sets? I mean, that's probably a big chunk <gasps> okay, of it, right yes. Yeah. Sand okay. is really cheap. So then my second question is, if they have, like, ways to sonically blast people back with their hands or with weapons, why the fuck are they still using a mop and bucket to mop a big-ass uh, Stargate hall? 
Hold on, Great was that, question. Wasn't that a, a weapon? I thought she just had like, I thought she was like Jean Grey. So that hand thing is actually technology. Uh, okay. It can only be used by the Goa'uld. They're the only oh. ones that can use it, as well as a few other races. The thing is, the Goa'uld are actually parasites. They don't develop any of this tech themselves. They just kind of scrounge around in the galaxy, picking shit up and then finding ways to use it. So I'd imagine that's why the buckets are in there. They also don't let their human slaves learn to read or write or any of that kind of bullshit. So, you know, the wow, human slaves like have really to deal with cool some. they parents. Yeah, they kind of <laughs> suck. Yeah but they're like the fun parents you know what I mean I loved it when my parents climbed inside of me and controlled my body (laughs) and wouldn't let me read or write (laughs) it still doesn't make sense if they want people to be the most productive get a better solution to a mopping fucking bucket (laughs) it just doesn't make sense that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard so, Jay, you reacted when I when I said Cree Tauri at the top of this. Yeah, so I don't. What does that, that is, mean? Uh, so that is the Goa'uld language. Cree. Okay. Uh, all right, we're gonna take it from the back. Tauri is just human. Uh, it's the word specifically Earthlings, humans who live oh. on the planet Earth. Tauri is the Goa'uld word for us. Cree uh, is a word used by the Jaffa a lot. Their slave race. Uh, Case, I know you got questions on Teal. We'll get to him. Uh, Cree Where the is, fuck was Teal? <laughs> Cree is kind of like a call to attention. Um, so, you know, alert, pay attention, or as Richard Dean Anderson most aptly put it, yoo-hoo. So, yeah, that's that's Cree. <laughs> oh, okay. So is this like how... Yoo-hoo, uh, Earthlings. Hey, little uh, uh, aliens. Okay. Look so, over here. It's kind of like a, a Klingon thing, but... They were way too lazy to make a full language out of it. So there's like uh, 12 things that have been written in Goa'uld and Cree is the only thing I remember. <laughs> I know the word lettuce in Spanish. Wait, I have more questions. All right. Keep coming. Okay. Can you control the Stargate? Uh, can, can you control the Stargate? And what do you like, mean by control the Stargate? Can you go to where you're trying to go? Like, oh, yeah. And you can only go to other Stargates, I assume, yes? Correct. The Stargates okay. have to connect to each other. There's hundreds of them littered all across the galaxy. And you uh, mentioned you need- that you can't go back through a Stargate to your original location. Can you just triangulate your... Do you have to make two stops before you can return? Uh, you can actually triangulate your position. That's why Stargate addresses are seven addresses long. Six of them work as three-dimensional coordinates for your target, and the seventh one is where you're starting from. It's a point of origin. That's why I said they couldn't get back through. The wormhole's only one way, and they don't know the signal for their point of origin on the other side. Oh, my God. Am I an astro-fucking-physicist? You were surprisingly close there, actually. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I was going to say, like, this sounds like the time that, like, you just, you don't know somebody's number, like... It's somewhat in this configuration of numbers, so you just start calling, like, different variants of that number until you get the right person. Right? Like, I know six digits of their phone number, so I'm just going to try every possible seventh digit until they pick up the fucking phone. So is this show for math nerds? No, the whole, like, dialing shit doesn't actually play in too much of it. It's mostly just a trope that they use in the show to come up with an excuse for why there's always a new planet they can go to. Okay, so... Question. If we've had a Stargate, how have we not had just like random ass trick or treaters coming through that <laughs> motherfucker? Is that the, is that what the is that the hot place to go trick or treating to just go to another Just go planet? through the Stargate. Maybe they have like it's one of those houses that give out like the bags of minis. <laughs> or even better, what if there's a planet where they give out like the like carnival size? 
Uh, so the answer to your question, Casey, uh, when ancient humans in Egypt revolted, they actually buried the Stargate uh, and the Stargate can't activate if it's completely encapsulated. Uh, if there's something too close to where that wormhole opens up, it just won't connect. So they oh. buried the Stargate and essentially every time they tried dialing Earth, it just didn't connect. So after I don't know how long of the nobody picking up the phone, they just stopped dialing. Oh, so so. Now that they noticed that it was open, they could come in, though, right? Well, see, that's one of my questions for the rest of this series. Okay. I assume they address it in the six episodes that we didn't watch. But, like, one of the main plot points of the Stargate movie is that we've had this thing for 50 years and had no fucking idea how to turn it on. And Katherine Langford is in both the Stargate movie and the TV series. So, like, she was there when it got turned on, and yet 50 years later she doesn't know how to turn it on again. So, I don't I don't know the answer to that. I assume that this is a different planet and that this Goa'uld lady we met here just doesn't know the other ones or something. I don't know. I gotta watch the rest of Origins to give you the answer to that Maybe you find one. out at the end of it, like, she had a frontal lobotomy because it was the 40s and she was a strong-willed woman. <laughs> so, like, after she saves the world, they're like, this broad's word pants scramble her brains. I have a question, Dave. When the the wormhole opens up, it shoots out. It's like a displacement of space or something. It's kind of cool. But but can I assume, am I right to know that when it hits somebody, it just blows them up? Yeah. So when the when the Stargate opens up, uh-huh. there's this like big explosion that comes out. That's actually an event horizon on the wormhole, and it will obliterate the shit out of anything in front of it. Ooh. Like, you I don't go through the wormhole. Go- you just get atomized. <laughs> I bet Do they that's use used that? to some good plot effect, right? Yeah, it did get used a couple times in the TV series where they'd like back somebody up onto the ramp to the Stargate and then turn it on and just blast them away. Rude. Okay. Okay. My last question uh, to close, uh, Mr. Mediator. Why did they fashion the Stargate when you're traveling through it to look like when you rub your eyes really fucking hard for like 10 minutes? Because I've had that exact same trip before. (laughs) Uh, I don't think that was ever actually addressed in the universe, so I'm going to go with the answer that in 1994, they thought it looked pretty fucking cool. Well, it stands the test of time. I thought it looked pretty fucking cool. I think it still mostly works. It's better than the, like, patches and pouches that we put all over comic book characters in the 90s, so, like, I'll take it. It held up. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm... I'm really curious to see how this fits into the whole timeline of the Stargate universe and how it doesn't just break everything by this happening. But also, Juice has watched a shit ton of Star Trek, so he gets that sometimes you just turn off your brain and accept the dumb science stuff because you get cool stuff out of it. Right. Like, I wasn't upset that that lady, like, forced through a Nazi because, again, she has a baby that's crying. Right. Just blast him away. You got a baby to deal with. I literally just got this motherfucker to lay down and you come goose stepping through the shine (laughs) hole. And now I have to kill you and your stupid bearded friends. God, that has got to be the worst thing when you already have a crying baby to deal with and now a fucking Nazi? Fucking Nazis here. A troop of them shows up. It's like three. It's a tiny troop. Yeah. 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 I know, but that baby's teething, even three Nazis is too much. You know what I mean? Nazi is generally too much. No, it could be fun to beat up the Nazis if I didn't have a teething, crying infant. You know, like I have all the force blast and they're just like normal dumb Nazis with Lugers. If I could just like force blast them around and like stop kissing yourself, stop kissing yourself and just like bash them against each other for a while, that could be fun. But not when I have a teething, crying baby on my boob. No. Yeah. It's a no okay. for me, dog. Okay. You've made a compelling argument. We don't want it. I hate Ding Dong Fuhrer, where the Fuhrer just randomly shows up through your fucking Stargate. I, I was really put off by Ding Dong Fuhrer because when he walks through that 
Portal, he acts like he is just the big shit and that people are going to bow down to him as though he can talk his way through some alien civilization that has technology way beyond his comprehension. And oh. he's going to communicate to him somehow. How? Oh, you you guys have force blasters? That's, That's cool. Adorable. He was smart enough to know that they needed to speak to him in ancient Egyptian, uh, which... That, I, I don't know how he would make that inference. I don't either because that took like 45 minutes in the fucking movie before we got to that point. So like... <laughs> He's way ahead of the curve here. What I was confused by is you would assume that if a Nazi were to discover that the ancient Egyptians had wormhole technology several thousand years before Germany was even a thing, you'd think that would kind of blow a hole in the whole Ubermensch thing, right? Like, why is he still so confident? The Nazis were pretty confident that they were on the right side of history. It didn't work out well for him, but they were know, on the third right. Everybody they knows they that. had it down. Aww. They'd gone through two of them. Now we're getting into anyway, like right. Nazi questions and not Stargate questions, and that's oh, not my I area did not of expertise. See that coming, right? So like any other Stargate universe questions, you know? Um, I'm trying to think what else did we see here that really teleporter wraps into the Stargate? Oh yeah, the teleporter. They're basically tiny Stargates. Uh, um, are they just short range? Yeah, they're they're very short range. They can get to roughly like low Earth orbit. So their their giant pyramid ship would be somewhere in orbit, and it just beams you down to the planet. Uh, realistically, the answer is it's really fucking expensive to animate a ship coming down to Earth and landing, and it's a lot cheaper to just animate those ring things going through. That's good thinking. Let's get to the important question. Casey, starting with you. Stargate Origins, the revival of this long-dead IP. There's only 10 episodes. They're only 10 minutes apiece. Would you continue watching it? I think I've watched like the first season of... The original Stargate. So I really enjoyed this little short clip because I don't remember a lot. It's been God like 20 years ago, but it was fun. It was short. They did a good job with the time they had. We got to punch Nazis and kick them in the balls and watch them wear ladies panties. And then you threw in space Egyptians and three moons. And okay, that was cool too. I don't think I'm going to like it as much on that world. I would like to see a different world because I'm just like over space Egyptians. But other than that, yeah, I would I would continue watching this uh, this series. That was a shock. I, I know like you, trash. I, I just know you've got some strong emotions attached to Stargate due to being held hostage by the aforementioned X. So yeah, I realize I just hated them way more than it wasn't Stargate's fault. Stargate was just in the room watching things fall apart. I really actually should thank Stargate for being the Uatu of the demise of my relationship. So, I'm so glad to be here for this moment of personal growth. I wish Teal'c was there to guide me with his kind eyes and, you know, Richard Dean Anderson with a sarcastic joke, jib jab right there. But, you know, they did a good job with this series and I had some fun. But Juice, Stargate Origins, would you continue watching it? You know, I I have no option. I have to continue watching it. Like, it's going to be that driving oh. ping in my brain. They kind of have to, like, I got to figure out how they tie it in and make it work in what comes up in Stargate. So am I going to enjoy it? I don't know. We'll find out. I had fun with this. It's actually nice having just short little 10-minute episodes. Same. And for the design of it, I kind of expected it, you know, a web series. You expected it to be kind of shit. They did. It wasn't bad. They they definitely 
couldn't act, but they couldn't act in the first one. <laughs> so that's that's out the window either way. So like yeah, I'm definitely going to sit Ian down. McKellen, it wouldn't feel good. <laughs> you don't want you don't want a no. great actor. So yeah, I'm going to have to sit down. I'm going to continue watching this. Jay, how about you? Are you going to continue watching Stargate Origins? Okay, I guess you're right that the sets for a low-budget production look pretty decent, and I agree that the pacing on this series was was quite well done, especially given that it was 10-minute episodes. It moved forward, I felt like there was never any stagnation, and the characters are campy, the acting is kind of bad, but they're they're surprisingly interesting for the moments that you're with them. Uh, the Nazi storyline is sort of played out. Yeah, I, I love Indiana Jones, but I'm not always into bringing them in as the bad guys. And it had been a long time since I watched Stargate. I probably haven't watched it since 1994, and it was just the movie. I never watched any of this series. So... Uh, uh, I thought about it, and I decided that I can't let Casey watch it alone. So, yeah, yeah, I'm going to complete watching the series with Casey. Wow. All right. Damn. Dave, it was your decision to bring Stargate Origins. So, are you going to continue watching it? All right. Obviously, I fucking love Stargate. I've watched a lot of Stargate. <laughs> I just rewatched most of SG-1 in Atlantis last year. And one of the things I love about the Stargate TV series is that they were kind of the last gasp of this episodic monster of the week format that you don't really see in television anymore. It didn't have these season-long narratives. Sometimes it did. But for the most part, you were just going to a planet, encountering some aliens, getting in a fight, and then going back home. Let's mm. rinse and repeat next week. Stargate Origins isn't that. It's something else. It's a new story told in the Stargate universe, but I agree with all of you. The, the set design's pretty goddamn good for 10-minute-long web episodes. Obviously, they were trying to test the waters to try and do something big with the Stargate universe. I don't think it worked out very well, because we only got one season of Origins, and now it's back on the kibosh pile. But yeah, I am absolutely going to go back and watch the rest of Stargate Origins. I need to fill in the holes and answer the questions left uh -huh. by this, and figure out how the fuck they couldn't turn the Stargate on for the next 50 years after this. What the <laughs> shit, Catherine? Did you just forget? How do you forget a wormhole? Well, on that note, the verdict is in. So, four out of four of us are going to sit down and watch Stargate Origins again. We got to figure out, we got to see where this goes, see where they landed it. I don't know, MGM, I... Just please make more. Please, I want more Stargate. Come on, hook me up here. Guys, thank you from the bottom of our cold, dead little hearts for listening. You like this podcast? Tell a friend. Do you have a movie or a show you want to torture us with? Hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash sh.ttycinema. I don't know. Like the page while you're there. I don't know. I run it. Talk to me. I'm so alone here. Do you want to yell at Jay? Hit him up on Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, and that's PPL. Want to help us sound better? Check out Patreon and float us what you can. Now let's turn out the lights, <sighs> turn on the Stargate, and finally learn how to do that winged eyeliner look. 